0: Hey, good afternoon and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls, I'm your host, and wow, man, I I don't even know where to start, honestly. I have got an unbelievable guest on the show today, somebody I've followed for a long time that is just, uh, he's a badass, he's the CEO and founder, co-founder, founder founder of of First Form International, has number one podcast in the world, I believe, um called the mf ceo project i have mr andy Frasilla on andy thank you so much and welcome to the show
1: oh you're welcome man i'm honored to be here
0: dude and and by the way happy birthday again i know it was your birthday the other day yeah thank you you're looking good for 39
1: yeah that's what's up
0: (laughs) yeah hey mine's mine's in a few days man i'll be uh 26 so but uh looking good <laughs> yeah so dude i you know i follow I, I listened to your podcast the other day um from the one you did july 2nd the one about pure action yeah and, and dude i i, I had because i i was i i saw your thing and i sent emily a, th- a message and i said hey does he have this right here framed the the theodore roosevelt thing and she's like, "Yeah, I got he's got it somewhere." And, and so she posted that picture. I'm like, "Dang, I was going to send that to you as a as a gift." The, yeah. I, I have it hanging in my office, man. It's my favorite quote in the world.
1: Yeah, there's a couple good ones, man. Uh that's a real good one. Um the house I live in uh was form, was former President Grant's house. So uh he was the 18th President of the United States for those of you that don't know. Um Spent a lot of time in the Midwest, specifically in St. Louis, responsible for um, basically uh, the Union winning the the, uh, the Civil War. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm pretty big into history. I like reading about it, and so I I, uh, I have a lot of. It's ironic because one of my favorite quotes, uh, besides that one. Uh, <laughs> Actually, there's probably like twenty favorite quotes from President Grant that I like, and it's just weird that I ended up living in his house.
0: That's uh, dude, that's amazing, and that house is crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty nuts.
0: It's, it's it, crazy. Yeah. Like it looks like a resort, doesn't look like a house.
1: Yeah, uh, dude, it's. I got a funny story about that house. You know, um, when they were building, so that that property, that's not the actual house that he lived in. Okay. The property, um, was his property and then his horse barn is still there. And then also, uh, there's a, there's an oak tree in the front yard that was there. Um, now his, his house, which was actually his hunting cabin, um, was struck by lightning and burnt down. And so the guy who built the house that I live in now built that house in 99. So president Grant didn't actually live in my house, but he lived in, on the property, in the exact his house was in the exact spot where my house currently is. Wow! And there's pictures of him in front of his barn and in front of that tree. Um, but the funny story about that house is that when they were building that house back in '99, when I just started my business, um, I started my business about three hours away from here. Uh, when I came home to visit my dad and my parents, um, I would drive by that house and stop and watch him working on it because I thought it was amazing. And the owner of the house, his name is Jay, uh, he would come down and like shoo me away because like I didn't have any business being there. Right. Um, but I always, I always thought about that house. And so when I was going through the entrepreneurial journey, um, the first 10 years, I didn't make any money, man. I, I made $0 the first three years I made six hundred ninety-five dollars a month. The next seven years, um, the first ten years, I made fifty-eight thousand dollars combined, like cumulative. So, um, not per year, like the first. 10 yeah, years.
0: yeah. That's like fifty-eight hundred a year. Right. That's so, nuts.
1: Um, so I didn't have any business looking at that house, but I, I always kept that vision, that place in my in my head, and I always. Wanted a house like it. Right. So, when I got to be about 12 years in the business, um, I started making some money and I could see that I was going to continue to make money. Uh, so, I looked up on the property records, uh, the owner of that property, and I found him on Facebook and I started sending him messages. And I sent him a message every 12 months. Um, in April, I set a reminder on my phone to send him a message. First message I sent him, I said, "Hey man, I know you're probably not trying to move, but if you ever want to move, let me know because I want to buy your house." Knowing I didn't, I didn't have the money. If he would have said, "Yeah," I wouldn't have been able to buy it. <laughs> right. um, but I was thinking ahead, and uh, I sent him a message every year in April for eight years straight um, oh my God. about buying the house. And then finally, last April, he emailed me back and he said, "Hey man, you know what? My kids are grown. Uh, I love this place." but you love it too. And I think I want to sell it. And then we made a deal. And, and now
0: wow. I fucking So <laughs> dude, that's that. See, that's what I, so I have some questions typed out. Obviously I'd be an idiot not to, not to do that. And, and you know, like, but one of the things that, that I've noticed about you is, is, and, and I, I have this written down. It's, it's a, I'm not going to ask the. It's a paragraph. I'm like, how do I shorten this question? You have this, this intense energy, man. Anybody that follows you, like you have this, this grit, this intensity that like is, is insane. It's insane. Like I I know very few people on this planet that I've ever met with that level. What is that? Where do, do you, and I think you probably know what I'm talking about, but where does that come from?
1: You know, um, couple different places uh first off i was bullied my whole life all right uh when i was growing up i was fat uh i'm gonna struggle my weight my whole life um you know so i got a lot of fucking demons in terms of like shit that people said to me uh you know growing up and that you know unfortunately i don't care what what you say I you know all the do-gooder Muppet motherfuckers on the internet will try to say oh get over it and This is that you don't get over shit like that. It's no. reality. Yeah um, But I'm thankful for it because that's something that I all when I you know, I don't constantly dwell on that shit Right, I feel myself being lazy or getting off track or not doing the things that I need to be doing I think about that and I don't want those people to ever be right So that's that's one place. Um I'm highly competitive by nature. Uh, that's just the nature of my family.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, when my when Sal, my brother, and I were were when I was I think three and he was two, my dad gave us boxing gloves for Christmas. And <laughs> you know, our first family video was him and I beating the shit out of each other <laughs> on Christmas morning. Oh and so we were always encouraged to be aggressive and encouraged to yeah. compete. Uh, and we were brought up like that, yeah. um, not in an unhealthy way. Like my dad, like lived through us. He just knew that that's what it was going to take for us to build build anything. Yeah. Uh, and then I also I've also seen uh, people close to me um, make a lot of money and then lose a lot of money. And uh, I think the combination of those three things um, are where that comes from. My urgency is I think what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't. My goals are so big that I know it's going to take every bit of energy I have to get them, um, and I know I don't have all the time in the world because, dude, success takes time, and building something real takes time. It does. Uh, and so, I think those those are kind of the pieces of the puzzle to to the the urgency that you're you, that you're referencing. Yeah. Uh, and to be, I mean, dude. Ken, I'm just being myself, man. You know, that's not, like, people think like, like, people always ask people from first form, or or people I'm friends with, they're like, is Andy really like that in real life? Fuck yeah, I'm really like that. You know, and it's because, dude, I'm not not delusional about what it takes to succeed. Like, I understand what it's gonna take. So, that should be a cue to everybody else. That if I understand that it takes that much urgency, and I am that skilled at what I do which I am yeah. and I'm not saying that to fucking brag but it's a fact. Right. Um you know some of the things my company's done have influenced business like not our industry but business, you right. know. Back in 2013 and 14, we were the first company ever 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 to use regular people as ambassadors for their brand as fucking athletes. And now if you look on Instagram that's all people do, yeah
0: and,
1: you know um, there's been a lot of innovative things that we've done that have that have permeated business. Yeah. Um, I feel good about that
0: and that and that's all, like i'm I'm friends with with some 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 of the girls that represent your brand yeah. um, you know and like that's that's the thing man you like but you when you were making fifty eight hundred dollars a year. Let's talk about that for a minute because <clears throat> I'll be 51 years old, okay? And mm-hmm. I have been, I started mowing, y- I, same thing, man, mowing yards at seven years old because kids were making fun of me, bullying me, picking <laughs> yeah. on me because I wasn't wearing name brand jeans and all that shit. And I'm like, I'll go out and
1: make my own freaking
0: money and mom ain't buying me that generic stuff anymore, right?
1: Dude, and that w- that was another thing that I didn't even think of, Ken, is like, you know I was never cool like in school you know right. when you're, when you're a kid you know I I was a good kid like yeah. but but I didn't have an older brother I have an older brother but he's so much older that were he wasn't in the house when yeah. I was a kid and um um I didn't have anybody to show me anything or teach me anything so I learned a lot of the shit that you got to learn in life the hard way and yeah. uh you know that's why my brother's Cooler than me because I got to come home and tell him like, "Hey, bro, don't fucking do that. do will put you. In, they'll make fun of you. You know, like right. I have that. So like, right? Um,
0: That's I have a little brother too. I, I, I looked out for him. I, I get yeah. it. I get and
1: it. So like, I I don't know, man. Like, I think that you know, dude. I used to get made fun of because we we didn't have money when we grew up. Um, because I'd be wearing. I can remember specifically, like specific shit. Um, you know, dude, when I was like 12 or 13 years old, Polo came out with these Ralph Lauren Polo came out with these canvas like boat shoes, okay? And this was like the coolest shit ever. And they came <laughs> red and blue and yellow and all the colors. Uh, all right. Yeah. I, we couldn't afford those, so I was like the only fucking kid who didn't have them. Right. So then the next year when they went on sale, I got them. Right. And then I wore them to school, and then all the kids were like, "Dude, those last year shit. You're a fucking loser." <laughs>
0: So, You're like I'm, I'm always a step behind when am I gonna get my break right
1: and, I, and, and dude I, I honestly like I think that mentality of being a step behind has stuck with me like, yeah I feel like I'm I feel like I'm a step behind still bro yeah. like you know people people don't understand that like yeah you know you ask where the urgency comes from well I feel like I'm behind where I should be wow that's, that's legitimate people don't people think that I'm just saying that cuz it sounds cool or whatever. It's, dude, I that's how I feel. I feel like I should be further along.
0: Dude, that is and, and I get it. I totally get it, man. And and so when you were making, you know, $5800 a year, I have heard your story. I'm sure most people listening have heard your story about, you know, you lived in the back of the store. You 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 know, bare, I, your first day you, <laughs> you made $7 in sales, second day zero
1: we sold seven. Oh, we only made fucking two dollars.
0: <laughs> right, right. I'm sorry. You sold seven, made zero, or sold zero the next day. You said I heard you on on uh, on Gittimer's podcast. You were saying that you it it took six months, I think, before you had a two hundred dollar day. Which is
1: yeah, eight months, man,
0: dude. That's crazy. So so when you're going through that, because. You know, if you look at Instagram, and and again, I, I see a lot of people. You talk about it all the time. A lot of people on Instagram that, like, dude, I'm sorry, but seeing a 20 year old kid standing in front of a Lamborghini, man, I, I I, I don't, you know, I'm. I
1: get it. It's it, it's it's become to the point where it's fucking predatory. It, okay? it is, man, and it, people who who are literally. Doing nothing other than writing some shit about how to succeed when they've never succeeded. Amen. Then they're selling this program to people. Yep. With pictures in front of cars and planes and living a fake lifestyle they don't even fucking live. Right. And I guess they don't live it because all those people fucking ask me shit. You know. <laughs> so right. They think I'm not paying attention. Like, like when you're asking me about you're you're trying to figure out how to you know make an extra two dollars over here. Or get a fucking night job, and you got pictures of a Lambo on your fucking Instagram. It's easy to see what's going on, and, right? Uh, you know, I don't know, man. Like, but, I think there's a big problem with with the uh, predatory nature of Instagram right now. And honestly, I think there's a lot of fraudulent practice going on in the entrepreneurship space, um, which which will be. Uh, dealt with eventually so
0: that's it you know i was i was telling somebody the other day i'm like you know when i was I, I mean i got into my first business at 20 years old and and failed i failed over and over and over in my my entrepreneur aunt i can't even say the freaking word but like like we didn't use that word back then like what do you do, I, I I'm I have a business, I'm trying to, you know, do some shit. Like we did not use the word entrepreneur, but no. now in the last three years, it seems like everybody does.
1: It was a bad word, bro. I still yeah. don't say I'm an entrepreneur. Like when people ask me what I do, I say, hey man, I own a bunch of businesses that are kind of all related in the nutrition space, right. and I do some speaking. Right. And that's what I tell people. And, and right. uh, because I don't even say entrepreneur because, dude, I'm so used to it meaning that you're a loser. <laughs> when you said entrepreneur, when 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 I was 20 years old, yeah. uh, what it meant was you didn't go to college, <laughs> you, you didn't make any money, um, you're probably going to be a loser. Right. And that's what it meant. Right. And so that's that's what when I think of entrepreneur, that feeling is still stuck in me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I don't really like that term and fuck now it's just being totally bastardized
0: What what do you think like you went and I know I don't even know I think you said it was like 10 or 12 years before you started actually Making some money um, You probably still didn't feel like you were really killing it yet, but what what do you? what do you like? there had to be some kind of a, a, a turning point maybe a year that something happened, you had an idea, so, what was that?
1: Um, this is really good, man, I'm glad you asked that because I think it's probably gonna be the most important piece of content that comes out of this conversation. Yeah. Um, I got to a point where, uh, you know, I was like most people, and, and, and it's not even fair for me to talk shit about some of these younger cats because I was just like them, dude. I wanted to be rich, I wanted to have a yacht, I wanted to have the bitches on the yacht, you know, like blah blah blah, like rapper shit. You know, and, I, <laughs> and, and dude, that's that's how I thought. Like, you know, um, so I I realized, like, ten years in, I'm like, dude, this isn't working. You know, you're you're barely able to survive. You could make more money working at McDonald's,
0: yeah,
1: which I could, and that's very frustrating when you paid 10 years of dues and you don't have anything to show for it. Um, it makes you question what it is your life going to be like, yeah. because I always wanted to be successful. I always wanted cool shit. I always wanted to be cool and I wanted to, you know, all that stuff. And I wasn't getting any of it. And, um, when I look back now, it's very easy to see why I wasn't. But then I couldn't understand it. Um, so I started looking at other things to do. Uh, I started evaluating my options. I, I talked to my dad, um, we, we, you know, we, we had a good conversation. Uh, my dad said, hey man, you know, you're not gonna be happy working for someone else, it's just not who you are. Um, right. But we explored some other options. And, um, and ultimately I started talking to Chris, my business partner, And I just said, I said, look, man, I said, you know, I don't like what we do, but I do like this part of it. And the part that I said that I liked was the fact that in my business, which we're in the nutrition business, it's pretty common if you do it the right way for people to come in one day and then in six months they come back and they're a completely different person, dude, and they're crying and they're Their life is better and they're better and they're healthier. They look better, they feel better. All of this the good all of the good things are happening for them because they're taking care of that. And I always took a lot of pride in that. Um I thought that was the best thing about our job. And so did Chris. And so we agreed. We're like, well, maybe we'll never be rich, but dude, we get to fucking help people do this. Like this, this isn't, you know a very stressful job, uh, if we look at it like that, instead of looking at, it, looking at it like, oh, I gotta make money, I gotta make money, I gotta make money, um, we shifted our focus from making money to, like basically we said, all right, that's fine, we won't be wealthy, but let's make a conscious effort that all of our focus goes towards replicating that result, which was changing people. Yeah. And we both agreed, okay, that's fine, that's what we'll do. And so we committed, recommitted to our, to our business, but just with a different perspective. And the perspective was, we may never be rich, but we're going to live a good life, dude, because we're doing the right thing. And we're helping people. These people are changing. Yep. We both love it. They love it. It's fun. So let's just do that. And so we, we sort of like gave up on the money part of it. And I, I truly believe that that was like God showing me what was important and not important and then rewarding me for recognizing it because the next five years in a row, once we shifted that perspective, we grew a hundred percent. Okay. Wow. So in, in retail, okay? wow. so that's when retail and everybody's saying retail is dying. Not for me. It's not because <laughs> you know we're focused on the right shit. Right. Uh, and when you focus on the right shit and you focus on providing the value and the benefit and the best customer experience possible, you can't lose. It's impossible. It's right. It's impossible.
0: do you you have stores like locations oh
1: yeah we've got i think 30 stores now do you really yeah we've got a bunch more sold for we franchise our stores now i did
0: not know that man i buy i buy like um of course watching you and watching emily on on instagram and um so i i sent her a message saying hey are these Optigreens really legit i have diverticulitis do they? and she's like oh yeah Dude, it's changed my life, like for real. Yeah. Like that stuff is legit. Anybody that's not using the Optigreens and, and you want to why- have a healthy poop in the morning,
1: <laughs> bro. That's why I don't. That's why I don't pump my own products. Like I don't right. pump my own shit on my own IG. Because you don't. I, need, I let people talk about it on its own. You know what I mean? Let it yeah. speak for itself.
0: It's freaking amazing. And so, like you know, and 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 now I I guess I got to get the new stuff. The the reds. Red.
1: Yeah, it's amazing, especially that's, together.
0: That's that's what I'm hearing. So yeah,
1: they, it doesn't taste great mixed together, but how you uh, feel, fucking awesome.
0: I, I gotta try it. So so I, I had no idea you had store locations. So I, I guess I should have dug deeper. But that's
1: how we started, dude. And we didn't start 2000. We didn't start first form until 2009. Okay. So the way we pivoted into first form was, uh, we we. You know, being in a retail space, you get to see what everybody else does. You have relationships yeah. with all the other companies. And one of the things in our business was, it, at that time, um, there was no high-end product. There, it was all cheap, 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 which never made sense to me, because if you're gonna try to improve your body, yeah, and put things in your body, why are you buying the cheapest shit? You won't even buy the cheapest shit for your car. right? You know? So like, um, so we, we, we went with a premium segment and high price segment, um, and it's worked out well. We're we're not like everybody else. We're different than everybody else. Uh, I don't like playing in that space with everybody else because I don't. It's just not who we are. So
0: you know, a point that you made a minute ago about. Um, you know, you've heard of Zig Ziglar, I'm sure. Um, his his son, Tom, is a friend of mine who's the CEO of the, the Zig Ziglar company. He was on the show yesterday, and he said that his dad, I literally wrote it down. His dad, it's on a notepad, but his dad said the same thing you just said. Zig Ziglar said, if you're going to chase the money, you're never going to catch it because it's too fast. Instead." Chase people's problems and provide them with a solution, and the money will find you,
1: dude. It's so easy to say. Like, yeah, it's so easy to say that. It is. But, but, when, dude, when you're young and the entrepreneur, when I say young, I mean young entrepreneur, not yeah. young in life. Right, right. Sometimes they go together. Sometimes they don't. Yep. But when I say young, I mean young entrepreneur. When you're young in entrepreneurship, yep. That fucking statement, the, it, it, you don't have the perspective to let it actually sink in, and mm-hmm. um. It's it's so simple that it sounds like like it's bullshit, but it, <laughs> but but it's it's the truth. It and is like I go through phases with my podcast um, where I don't even record for weeks at a time um, because I get tired of saying basically the same shit. Right. Uh, and everybody wants something new, you know. Like we put out three hundred something episodes. We've been the longest running number one business podcast in the history of Earth.
0: It's never wow. happened. Okay? Wow.
1: And, like there's nothing new to talk about, guys. Like it's that simple. Like care about your fucking customers. Solve their problems and do so the best and you're going to win. That's it. And you know, but but everybody wants to do the quick way, the easy way, the path of least resistance, but what you don't realize is that's the path everybody's on. So yep. when you decide to go the other way, now you're in a situation where you stand out automatically. So it's just, so. it's such a simple piece of advice, dude, that it's like, it, you don't get it until you get it. You
0: I, I you think, mean? you know, one of the things for me and, and, and I'm sure other people, you, I, I heard you say it on Gettemer's podcast that, that you made mistakes and, yeah. and, and, yeah. and you're like, you know, we, we used to have sales contests when a customer would walk in the store. Oh, I'll bet I can sell on this.
1: Chris and I used to play a game. And we bet, we bet dollars. I think this is what you're talking about. Yeah. So Chris and I would bet dollar bills, single dollar bills, because that's what we fucking had. <laughs> like, really, it wasn't even our money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was the shit out of the register. But right. Then, and then we play a game. This is how we entertained ourselves. You know? I mean, dude, when you sit in a store for 12 hours a day and literally nobody comes in, you get bored. Yeah. But this will make people understand why, what I'm talking about. We, we would see somebody walking in and and this is this is bad but I'm just being honest yeah we would see someone walking in and we would say I bet I could sell them this this and this yeah okay put the dollar down you know and what we didn't even understand is that we we were completely screwing ourselves by thinking about ourselves right you know we didn't get it we thought that's what business was supposed to be you know we thought business was what most people think business is which is try to trick the customer into some shit right and it's dude it's just not what it is it's not you want to if you want to make a couple grand and and then eventually not make anything or if you want to make a couple hundred grand over the course of your life and eventually not make anything you could do that right but eventually because of the nature of our communication systems now meaning social media email everything's instant yeah so we're 20 30 years ago you could you could take advantage of a customer and people wouldn't find out about it for years because it took that long for the word of mouth to spread now now we have a situation where if you do wrong by a customer guess what happens
0: it's Everything instant
1: goes instantly mm-hmm. so you just can't do it and companies still don't understand that and what they what they don't understand further than that is that Instead of just thinking it as a defensive move, what if you went on the offensive? What if you utilize that technology to get people to rave and rant and brag about the experience they have with your company? It's free marketing. Yep. It's free advertising. And by the way, you know what converts the highest out of everything? Word of mouth. It's dude, this is how you win in business. But people just aren't willing to build the infrastructure and put the time in and spend the money to because what they think is like because you have all these f- fucking idiots online telling kids to go start a, 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 a fucking uh, affiliate program or something, right? Yeah. Oh, dude, you could be an affiliate and you can break in the dough and this and that Dude, we're, <laughs> I'm, not ta- I'm not trying to make $100,000. I'm trying to make a billion dollars. Right. It's a difference. So <laughs> if, you want to, if you want to build an empire, okay, you're going to have to do it the way I'm saying. If you want to make a little money and pretend like you're rich and be cool on the internet, you can do it the other way. But eventually, you're going to wish you hadn't, because yeah. your name's going to be tarnished and your reputation will be ruined, and you won't be able to do anything. And then you—what are you going to do?
0: Right. I what agree. I agree. What are you going
1: to do when literally nobody listens to anything you say because Mc- you've ruined the trust?
0: <clears throat> McDonald's, dude. McDonald's. I mean, dude,
1: that's what I'm saying. And, and so people people think the world is so fucking big, the world's not big anymore,
0: it's small. No way.
1: You know, yeah. and so you have to understand that if you're, if you're planning on, you just gotta think ahead, man, it's, it's that simple. You know, We yeah. these kids, I, it's dangerous, man, because we have this situation of technology where people are able to create income with much more speed than we used to be able to create it, yeah. right, like yeah. we had this technology Now, when I was starting a business, when I was 20 years old, 19 years old, I would have made a fucking fortune, and guess where I'd be now? I'd be fucking broke. Yeah. Because I would have spent all on cars and watches and fucking partying with girls and all this other shit, when in reality, I did it the right way, and we're continuing to do it the right way, and now, I've got this thing built, where the truth is, dude, I could leave here and never fucking come back.
0: Ever. Right, dude yep. you you said you said the other day on your podcast you're like I am a multi millionaire and I do not mean I have a couple million dollars. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like yeah yeah exactly.
0: Right. Like, I was yeah. like that is that's awesome. But what about yeah. the what what about like uh, like okay so m-
1: we should for- have these kids to build, dude. Right, it's the real shit that's going to take care of them, their family, the people that work for them. Right, like dude. I've got 200 and something employees out there um, who all have careers, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking families are fed.
0: Yeah. I love that.
1: There's honor in that. There is. There's no honor in just buying a fucking rolls because you got some dollars and then all your other, your three other dudes to help you are making 10 bucks an hour.
0: Right. And that's one thing I've, I've heard too, is you really take care of the people on your team and, and that's so important, man, because you realize that you're, you can't do it all on your own. Like, dude,
1: listen, <clears throat> I'm one of the dumbest motherfuckers in this building, that's the <laughs> truth. You know what I'm good at? This is the truth, I'm good, at, I'm good at two things. I'm good at seeing shit that nobody else can see, Yeah. so I, I have good vision and I have good skills at putting people in the right places. And that's it. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, dude, I I know how to talk.
0: What about what about the Okay, so the the mistakes we were talking about, the errors in judgment, the, the 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 dumb shit. Like just doing dumb shit that you'd like like, man, why did I do that? Why did I say that? Why did I whatever? Like we've all made those mistakes and I've found that a lot of people get stuck right there. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I screwed up so much, there's no turning back. What about that? How do you how do you correct your errors? Like, you know, and I'm just going to say this. I'm not trying to sell first form, but I am going to say this like every freaking shipment, every shipment I've ever received from your company has a handwritten note on the on the packing slip inside it. Well, like the thing
1: in, dude, is that first off, you know, I mean, this is a pretty involved question. But it comes down to culture. It comes down to what you're going to build in your company, you know. And, um, and being mission-based versus sales-based. You know, mm. our mission, like, people hear me say this, what I'm about to say, okay, and they're, they think it's bullshit. But our mission is to fucking help people. It's that simple. Yeah. If you go in the back and look at what our mission statement says, it says help people. Two words. Help people. Yeah. Okay. And when we have our meetings and when we talk to our team, we're not talking to them about, hey guys, you, you gotta get third quarter's numbers up. No one gives a shit about that. <laughs> if you take care of the customer, third quarter numbers gonna be fucking great. Yep. And guess what? Fourth quarter numbers be better. And first quarter numbers be better than that. And that don't ever stop as long as you take care of the customer. That's it. And when I say take care of the customer, I want to be clear what I mean by that. I mean, whatever problem they have, we fix. We've had people call here and order fucking pizzas. We've had people call here and ask what kind of spark plugs go in their truck. <laughs> and you know what we do? No, I, that's a real story. Look it up on YouTube. There's wow. a YouTube a first form spark plug or something <laughs> like that. It'll come up. Because a dude tested me. A guy heard me say that shit and then tested me, and wow. I was true. So, um, but that's our mission, dude. When we stand out here and we talk to, like, I make we, we obviously break it down into you know what help people means. Right. But, right. But but I mean like, our team completely understands what it means to not only just help people but to create a scenario that's so powerful and so impactful that they cannot help, but spread the word about first form. That's so
0: that leads into one of my questions. Actually, I think you just answered it. Um, like how in the world did you build? I mean, dude, I mean, you've got a million and a half followers on Instagram. You've got, I don't even know how many on Facebook, but like, you've built like a cult, like following, like people, I think there's people that would take a bullet for you that haven't ever met you. (laughs) So like, where, how did that, how'd you do that?
1: I don't know. I don't lie to people.
0: (laughs) Boom, man.
1: And like, dude, like I don't lie to people. Um. Um, it's, I, I honestly don't know how, how that happened, to be honest. Um, or, but, it, it, you know, I, I, if you want my honest opinion, I think people are ready for fucking a change. I think people are ready to quit being bullshitted and pandered to yeah. and told stuff that they know isn't true. And, um, you know, a lot of people, when they listen to my show or see my content the first time, they're like, dude, fuck that guy. You know? <laughs> But then, because I hear this all the time, but then they listen and they listen and they listen, and they start realizing that I'm not being a jerk. I'm actually being your best fucking friend, because I'm the only person in your life that will tell you the truth. You know, these other dudes out there, I call them Muppets, the motivational Muppets, okay? They're worried about being popular. They're worried about being famous. They're worried about rubbing elbows with fucking celebrities and shit. I don't give a shit about any of that. Right. I know what it's like to struggle in entrepreneurship. I started at zero. I didn't start at four million dollars or walk into something. I started at fucking zero. And as far as I can tell, I'm one of the only motherfuckers out there that actually did that. Right. Because I see people claim it, but I don't see any proof of it. Right. You know what
0: I'm saying? uh, Yeah.
1: So I know what that's like, man. And you know what, dude? I had an amazing dad who taught me all kinds of shit about business and life, and it was still hard. Still really hard. <laughs> and, and so, um, you know, Vaughn and I, um, yeah, we started the MSCEO project, because dude, I, I had never really thought or considered up until that point, that everybody didn't have access to the same kind of mentoring that I had, You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. My dad knew a lot of shit and uh, he, he, you know, my dad never gave me anything, but he taught me so much stuff. Yeah. And um, I never, I never realized how valuable that was until I got to a certain place. And then when I got to a certain place, I'm like, holy shit, man, this must be really, really hard for these other guys who don't have that. And uh, and that's why I decided to start the podcast. And that's, I think that's why it's been so successful. Um,
0: it's and I think, it. And, and I'll,
1: I think people know that the intent is genuine. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I have the following, like what you're saying that I have, um, the, pod, I mean, the
0: you, dude, your podcast is it's, it's freaking gold, man. I mean you, and because like everybody that's watching, listening to this right now, this is literally the way you are on your show too.
1: And, oh, and, and you just tell it like it is trying to keep it i don't know your audience that well so i'm trying to like <laughs> i warn the
0: pastors of my church hey you might
1: yeah. <laughs> you might might want to yeah but but look man it doesn't matter to me it's like well, you think this can is Ken, it's like people have to understand this about me like just because someone curses yeah. does not mean they're bad
0: no i know that
1: you know what i'm saying yes. like dude, i i feel like Dude, I make mistakes and I do wrong shit, just like everybody else does. Yes, but I try to do the best I can. Right, like I legitimately try, and anybody that knows me close knows that that's the truth. Right, and um, and so once you get over the language, yeah, it's a great message. It's an
0: unbelievable message.
1: Yeah, and so (laughs) the language thing, you know, that's just. Like if you had me over to your house, I'm not gonna drop f bombs in front of your mom, you know. But like, <laughs> dude, I'm trying to I'm trying to reach a certain segment. Sure, that speaks a certain way. I you
0: know I, I totally get it, man. I, I mean, look, I, hopefully the pastors of my church aren't watching because I'm gonna confess. But like, my wife, my wife said when I have a nine year old daughter, and and she's like, you need to stop. That's gonna be her first word. Like when she was a baby, <laughs> it'll like, be worse, right? So, so listen. I know that you mention personal development a lot; that it's really important to you. Um, you know, I know you do a lot of personal development yourself. What are some of the things that you do for personal uh, development?
1: I just read, dude. Yeah, I'm a reader. Um, I don't watch the news. That's why you don't see me spouting off about politics and all this other shit. I don't really give a fuck about any of that um uh I've got a certain amount of energy during the day that I can apply to things that matter to me and make my impact matter and that's what I do and so my main thing is I try to read um I do read every single day I try to read at least 10 pages a day which I've been pretty successful keeping that pace up for the last 15 or 16 years um but dude I read I read uh meaning I take notes as I read um also uh I also read with the intention of only pulling one idea out of a book so I'm a slow reader uh for me to read a regular book I mean Vaughn probably read a regular book in two hours it would take me 10 hours right. and uh so I have to look at it a little bit differently for me to for me to motivate myself to think that it's worth it. So I realized a long time ago, like, dude, if I spend 10 hours and I pull one idea that I can implement into my business that's gonna make millions of dollars over the next 30 years, that's time well spent. Yeah. And so that, that's how I think about it. So I,
0: I, wanna, I wanna, and I know you're a busy dude, so I don't wanna keep you forever, but I wanna mention these. I, yeah. I know you have a third one now, right?
1: We've got five books, right? You have five? Yeah, five of them.
0: Dude, what the heck? What I I need? Jesus, I need to get my shit together. So I bought my 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 daughter loves your books.
1: So people either people people. uh, I was just talking to one of the guys here, and they're like, "Dude, you know what's funny is that if the kids even know who you are, and I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, yeah, but you know how they know? You know how they know me as Otis's dad, right? (laughs) Dad, like, so it's so cool, like." I wrote, so those books, um, for people that don't know what they are, is they're kids' books that that we do, and the reason that we do them. This one? Yep.
0: Dude, that's such a powerful story for a kid.
1: Yeah. Well, again, it goes back to what I realized, right? Like, dude, I was, where were we, Sundance? Yeah. We were flying to Sundance Film Festival and I was speaking there. And uh, I don't really like to speak um, because I don't like to travel. And um, I was all pissed off about having to go to this event. And when I get pissed, I bitch about shit. Like, I I bitch a lot. Um, I always do what I gotta do. Right. Uh, So I I was telling Vaughn, and I think it was me, Vaughn, my business partner, Chris, Tyler, and Emily on the plane. And we were all on the plane and I'm like, yeah, fuck this man. I'm going to go speak to these dudes and they're just going to go out and do the same shit that they did yesterday. Like, this is stupid. Why are we doing it? And uh, I'm like, you know what we need to do? We need to write books for teenagers before they're corrupted by all this. And I'm like going on and I'm like, no, they're already corrupted when they're teenagers. We need to write books for like 10 year olds. And then I'm like, no, they're already corrupted by their teachers. And I'm like, you know what we need? We need to write we need to write books for fucking kids so that their parents who don't know entrepreneurship can read them these stories and use it as a tool because I realized that parents that want better for their kids might not necessarily know what to give them. Yeah. So we created it as a tool for parents that want to teach their kids the 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 real way the world works. Yeah. Um, obviously there's no cursing or any kind of bad stuff in there. It's just stories about my two little bulldogs and uh, other do- other dogs that we had that have passed away. It's kind of our way to keep them alive. And um, dude, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, and they do little stories, you yeah. know. Uh,
0: the fruit stand. The, you have you have the you have the lazy bulldog that wants a wants a bunch of handouts. Yeah, <laughs> and then you got the the go getter bulldog that goes really, out and.
1: It's it's really a accurate story. Man. I know. In the in the story. Uh, and they're all like this but I just give you the synopsis of the first one yeah it's like we got two bulldogs one's lazy and the other one wants some new toys okay so the one that wants the new toys goes out and decides to open a fruit stand yeah and with the help of her dad which is me and <laughs> so we go and we build this fruit stand and then she gets her toy and while she's working for the fruit stand her her brother's telling her she's stupid and she's yeah. not make it and like all the stuff that we hear is entrepreneurs, yep. and then uh, eventually she gets her toy, and then the the lazy bulldog Otis comes and he's like, "Oh, that was so great! I'm so proud of you! I want to join you!" And that's that's what entrepreneurship's like. Yeah, you know, nobody roots for you while you're in the trenches. No, nope. but but they're happy for you when you got some money coming in. Oh you know? yeah, they'll they'll make fun
0: of you and everything. Yeah.
1: They always believe in you. <laughs>
0: Dude, that's freaking awesome. So let me yep. ask you real quick, the 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 Arate Syndicate, um, my buddies Brian Hess, Scott Simons, um, um, gosh, I know so many freaking people. Brad Modric is in it. So many friends of mine are now getting involved in, in Arate, and I know you and Ed Milet are doing that deal. What was the um first off, I'd like to hear what it is, and second, like what was what made you decide to do this thing cuz dude you just said it i got enough money i could leave here never come back probably go buy an island somewhere but what what made you decide to do this arita syndicate
1: um the same exact thing i just said a minute ago uh and yeah. ed, ed ed came here um to do an interview with me and then uh the next day we were going to interview on my podcast and so we went and did that um and you know obviously I never met him before. So, you know, when you're with someone for 2 days you never met, you get to know him a little bit. Yeah. And instantly we were we were cool and we got along and we, we shared the same beliefs and eds a legitimate entrepreneur he's very very successful yeah. and uh uh we uh <clears throat> we started talking about the problems with this entrepreneurship, man. And like, you know, there's all these fucking groups and masterminds and all this shit where they don't really teach you anything. They don't teach you how to operate a business. They don't teach you how to hire employees the right way or build culture or fire employees or, uh, scale your company. What, you know, they just talk about all this abstract fucking shit that everybody else talks about and you pay yep. extra money to hear it. And we're like, dude, we need to open up. We need to, we need a change. We need to create something that would, represent um, what entrepreneurship and what entrepreneurs really need to know and then work to um, basically redefine the, the entrepreneurship education uh, space. And so that's what Arate Syndicate is. It's it's our, Ed and I's way of, of reinventing what entrepreneurship education is all about. And what we do is we get people involved in this group uh, there's thousands and thousands of people in and out, um, but they're all vetted. We find out how much money they make. We find out where they are in their journey. We find out all this information about them. We place them in the proper group with the proper people, and then we work to we work to scale them through college. And that's what it is. Wow. And then eventually you could graduate. And uh, you know, there's, it, dude, it's just it's a long term passion project for Ed and I. That's what it is. It's it's to it's to take back. Um, the term entrepreneur from the shit bags and <laughs> people that, that, that are real entrepreneurs. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's real business, man. It, 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 you know, if you're, if you're going to be an Amazon seller for the rest of your life or your whatever, it, it's not, it's not really for them. It's for people that are building real companies. And yeah. so that's, that's what
0: it's about well i know my buddy scott simons owns a bunch of car dealerships he just joined and and he's real fired up about it brian hess is like he had dinner with you guys as a matter of fact yeah. last year so um <clears throat> i was texting him while he was sitting in that dinner going dude you yeah. suck but like anyway like dude that's that's awesome everything that you're doing is amazing l- l- let me ask you what what do you what do you think this is again about your opinion What's the number one thing, and you may have already said it, but as a recap, the number one thing that holds people back from success in life, because you've got, you posted something the other day, uh, from, uh, from time hop five years ago, I have the pictures on my computer. I could throw them yeah. on the screen, but of the house you lived in and, right. and it, I mean, it didn't look like a dump, but it, it's, it's nowhere no. near what you have now.
1: No, no, it was. Oh, was, <laughs> yeah. um, but you got to understand, I was already a millionaire at that time by far. I had millions of dollars at that point in my life. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, that was only five years ago, but I chose to live in a house where my house payment was 1100 bucks. Wow. So I could fucking grow my business. And so, um, the, the, there's two things that hold people back. Okay. One is there, and Gary Vee says this a lot, people misinterpret this. But this is what he's saying. And I know this is what he's saying because I know Gary is a good friend of mine. Yeah. Because we argued about this before a couple times, actually. (laughs) Gary's big on not having stuff. I don't like stuff. Yeah. Buy a fucking Lambo. And I'm like, Gary, I got a fuckload of Lambos. (laughs) (laughs) And what he's talking about is this young kids who are, you know, not established in business, who are, you know, trying to buy $400 pair of fucking Jordans and, you know, living beyond their means, yeah. instead of taking that money and doing what I did, where I lived way below my means for years and years and years and invest, 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 invest in our company and then once I get it to a space and, you know, everybody's doing decent and we've got things rolling, then, I, you know, I'm living a little bit now. Yeah. But, uh, but the point of what, of what, People people misinterpret that and they think, oh, materialistic shit is bad. No, it's fucking not. It's, <laughs> awesome. it's awesome. Anybody who says, oh, I'd rather I'd rather put my money in experiences than cars. Well, you ain't ever driven a Lamborghini. <laughs> Lamborghini is about the coolest fucking experience that you'll ever have in your life.
0: I so, love it.
1: Yeah. So, like, dude, you know, yeah. I'm very pro cool shit. Yeah. Uh, it's also you have to know the time and place for that to uh, be appropriate. And I think that's one thing that really holds people back, is they try to look the part of entrepreneur before they are the part of entrepreneur.
0: Um,
1: And I think if Gary and I had that discussion, he would agree 100% with that. Uh, Secondly, um, I think being in the wrong circle of friends, or being in the wrong romantic relationship, those things also uh, are the number, tied for the number one thing of holding people back. Yeah, uh, People have an, an undeserved um, sense of loyalty towards people they grew up with. Yeah, uh, You know, in our culture now, y- you know how it is, man. Pe- people like to, they, they like to glorify the, the old days. And you know, Tommy and Joanie, Joey and Bobby from the old hood, yeah. you know, when you start trying to do all this other shit, they're like, oh, bro, you think you're too cool for us. And they try to guilt you into not doing this shit right and uh i think that holds people back a lot because yeah. they don't have the strength to move away or understanding you know because dude you got to think about the shit that people are told they're told like oh man it's lonely at the top you know and that's what your friends will tell you oh you're gonna be all alone dude i've had so many fucking girls tell me <laughs> you're gonna end up alone because you're so you work so much blah 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 <laughs> all this shit right but the truth of the matter is is that when you escape that circle and you grow into a new circle you're around people who have like-minded ambitions and lifestyle goals and and you're you're you have more things in common so yeah. whenever you move from the old hood mentality to this new mentality you're you're not lonely you're actually you actually have less people that's true but you have more fulfilling and better relationships because all of our things are aligned yeah so Um, people have a hard time understanding that because their parents and their uncles and their teachers say, Oh, well, it's lonely at the top. (laughs) Whatever, dude. It's just, it's just what people are taught and it's lies. And so I, you know, and then a romantic relationship, that's, that's the number one killer by far. Um, people have a false sense of loyalty towards romantic relationships. It's like, dude, you know, if you date someone for a year uh, you're automatically obligated to bend your life around theirs. And let me tell you something for you young dudes out there. If your girlfriend bitches, okay, about you working too hard, she's going to bitch when you're broke too. <laughs> you know, so.
0: That people, is true.
1: It's the same way for, for <laughs> girls. If you have a man who is telling you, don't do this, don't do that, don't do blah, blah, blah. You're working too much. You're not spending enough time with me. Well, when you stop to do that, he's going to yell at you for being lazy and he's going to yell at you for being unmotivated. And yeah, and dude, that is not, you have to understand that's a character trait of them. That's nothing wrong with you. Your path is your path. Amen. True to it. Because if you're not on that path and you don't pursue what it is you truly want, no matter what it is, no matter if other people agree with it or not, if you don't pursue that, you're going to be the one that pays the price of regret, not anybody else. And so I think those are the things that really hold people back.
0: Dude, that is, <clears throat> that is freaking just gold. And I agree a million percent, a million percent. Yeah. And people don't realize it, man. I've seen well, it where
1: people say, they'll say, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck because of this or that, or my dreams aren't big enough. No motherfucker. You're just, <laughs> living, you're living, you're living over here and you're trying to get over here and you're scared to break out of this to go here.
0: Right. That's it, true.
1: You're going to have to cross, and when I call this, so you got your your old neighborhood friends and you got your new friends. And in between space, what I call is no man's land. That means you're not really here and you're not really here. And this part of the journey is really fucking lonely. Okay, But most people think that, because most people never make it from here to here, the perception of all the people around these people is that the top is the lonely part when in reality they just quit too soon. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. So they're it. judging the lonely at the top based on what's called no man's land versus where you really get, which is better, enriching, positive, encouraging, supportive relationships that help you propel even past this into the next, next level. You know? And
0: you've got some like you've got I see it, you know, and and, and that's the thing too is who you are right here is who you are on Instagram is who you are probably in everything that you do <clears throat> you like guns you like you like fast cars you like I love, I love all America
1: the... I love guns right I love fucking right. cars I like money a lot I like, <laughs> right. I like building companies I like bulldogs
0: right I, I like love companies. it man <laughs> yeah. dude I like yeah you're just legit, man. <clears throat> Look, I, I, it, man. I, I don't want to take up your whole day. I, I genuinely, like, dude, I really, really, really appreciate you coming on, taking the time. Thanks, You've educated the hell out of some people today.
1: Well, I've, I've had a great time, man. It's a great conversation. I appreciate you having me on.
0: You rock, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you to everybody. Vaughn followed me on, on Instagram, by the way. One of these days, maybe I can get you to follow me.
1: Which one one is yours? I'll call you.
0: Real Ken Walls. Real Ken
1: Walls. I got it. I'm not a snob like that, man. Dude, I appreciate that. Thank you. You know how how people get the uh, they get snobby about Instagram. People do,
0: man. And that's not that I could. That's just not who you are. I've seen it, man. So many people, and it's like, dude. Here's I I put a post up the other day. I said, look, one thing I've learned in 51 years is a guy with a billion dollars. And a broke guy both have to wipe their rear end the same exact way.
1: Hey, and you know what? Sometimes you're gonna get shit on your fucking hand too. <laughs> that's right. That's right. They don't is a liar. What's that? I say anybody who says otherwise is lying. Hey, that's true, man. You know what I'm saying? like, dude, like, I could tell you guys, like, I'm telling you, like, I'm no different than anybody else watching this. It's the truth. And people, people are like, oh dude, you're being my- falsely humble or this, no, I'm not. I- the reason I talk the way I talk, the reason I'm aggressive with getting in people's minds is because dude, somebody's gotta punch you in the fucking face and make you realize that you are no different than any of the people that you look up to, no different. The only difference is they did something and committed to something that you haven't done yet. That's it, and if I can get to where I'm at, that I truly believe, dude, if I can get to where I'm at, that anybody can do fucking anything. That's yeah. the truth. Because I do not look at myself. I know that I'm a regular dude. Yeah. Like, it's it's you, It's you. all you motherfuckers that think I'm not.
0: I I, I think you're a fairly regular dude. No, but,
1: but you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking yeah. about the internet and all that. Like, yeah. everybody wants to think that there's some secret shit that, that I've got that other people don't have or what's the secret or what's this or what's that. Or, and we do that with everybody we look up to, yeah. but it's not the way it is, man. I've met the, some of the most successful people in the world. Yeah. I've done very yeah. well financially for myself. They're all normal. They're regular dudes. Like Ed Milet, one of the best speakers in the world, one of the best business guys in the world. Yeah, Regular fucking dude, man. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he definitely doesn't curse as much as I do, but like <laughs> he's as
0: normal as it gets. Dude, uh, you're 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 uh, when you and Ed did his show I think together, that was a great interview, man.
1: I, I, n- I never watched it, man. You know, I've never watched one of my own interviews or listened to my own podcast ever.
0: Really? Wow.
1: No, I'm afraid that if I do, I'll overthink my I'll overthink my content and start analyzing it and not be as the way
0: I am. You're uh, dude, you're authentic. Don't ever change who you are, man. Cause I, I I'm telling you, you're helping. I have, I, again, I have so many freaking friends that are, and I'm a dude, I, I gotta, I gotta get in if, if at some point into Arate with you, but like, like I have so many friends that are, that are hitting me up going, dude, not, not today because you're on the show, but way before you even said you'd be on the show. But right. like, Dude, this Arte thing, Andy and Ed are freaking just, they're changing my life. And and 75 hard. I didn't even want to bring up 75 hard. Do you know why?
1: Because you have to do it now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> know, Shit, bro. dude, don't do that. So that's why. But I, I am curious before we go, where did that come from? What made you decide to put that out? And, we'll, and tell everybody real quick what it is.
1: Uh, well, it's 75 days. It's so one of the biggest challenges that I that I've gotten over the years is people asking me, dude, how do you get more confidence? Like I have no confidence. I have no self-esteem. I don't believe in myself. I don't. OK. And the reason they don't have any is because the world doesn't want you to have any. <laughs> Understand that the world does not want you to be confident. The world does not want you to be powerful. The world does not want you to feel good about yourself. You know why? Why? Because the minute you start doing that, the minute you start having real power in your life, okay? Yeah. They want you to believe that you're not shit. So you'll just fucking take everything the world throws at you and not complain about it. That's the truth. Yep. So then we have all these fucking idiots on the internet who are dime store psychologists telling people, you should feel good about yourself. You should have self-esteem. you're You deserve it. No, you don't. You don't deserve shit. Why would you feel good about not doing what it is you're supposed to do? Why would you feel good about eating shitty food? Why would you feel good about not working out? How are you going to have self-esteem if you've never done anything that proves to yourself that you actually have worth? All right. So I got tired of having this argument because I've had this argument 500 times. So I'm like, you know what? I fucking show you guys. And I said, this is what we're going to do. We're gonna go 75 days with drinking a gallon of water, reading 10 pages, taking a progress photo, following a diet, and working out twice a day, once outside no matter what. That's it, five simple things, okay? Yep. Now, 75 days without a fucking french fry for me is hard, okay? <laughs> 75 days without a beer for me is hard. And I'm an experienced person in the fitness industry, yeah. so. It's supposed to be hard. That's why it's called 75 hard. Right. What is happening is people are starting to understand and wake up to the fact that you're only gonna have belief in yourself if you have reason to believe in yourself.
0: Right, right.
1: So you have to create things and overcome things on purpose for you to have confidence, for you to have grit, for you to have self-esteem, for you to have fortitude and all these things that basically fall in definition of what most people call mental toughness. So, the, a lot of people think this is like some internet get in shape program. It's not that. Um, this is a program to recalibrate your mind so that you can start to understand how you, your confidence and your self esteem and your worth and all these things you're actually in control of the level. Level of it that you have by just keeping the promises that you make to yourself. Yeah. Okay. And so that's where it came from. And that's why I give it away for free because I want people to understand that all these other fucking feel good motherfuckers out there are full <laughs> shit. Okay. And understand that you're not going to feel good if you don't do things that you know are good for you. Yeah. You, you feel good about that.
0: How, how, how does. Okay. So how would anybody. How, if somebody said, hey, what's this 75 hard about? Where do they find out more about it?
1: There's a podcast that I did that describes it. Um, okay, what? It's I did it on March 5th or 6th. I'll, I'll go
0: back and drop the link to the podcast in.
1: in yeah, it's 290, yeah. I think it is. And it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it defines everything that's about in that podcast yeah. and I tell everybody how to do it. Dude, um,
0: Brian, but, Brian Hess called me like every freaking day. And he's like, dude, this is like, you wouldn't even believe the mental clarity. And he's already a successful guy, right? And he's like, I got this mental clarity, like I I could run through a freaking wall.
1: I could, I mean, he's like, I'm like. It's powerful. Like people won't, people, you know, people don't do it, you know? Um, They don't want it. You know, dude, look, man, here's the truth. Most people, most of the people listen to me, most of the people that listen to you, most of the people that devour this content. Yep. This is what they do to feel good. This is how they feel motivated. They yep. listen to shit that I put out or that Gary puts out or that yep. you put out. Yeah. And, and that's that's their that's like, "Oh, I'm motivated. I'm I'm this, I'm that." Right. You realize that like it doesn't mean shit unless you go out and do something with it. Right. Um
0: you're right. You know, Dude, I got to do it.
1: I got to do yeah, it. You I'm going to do it. Yeah.
0: I'm going to do it. I'm going to tag your ass every day too.
1: That's fine. I hope I like, dude. It's my favorite thing that I've got going right now. I mean, I don't make any money doing it at all. I know, all. and That's I love awesome. it. It's awesome! It's, it's awesome. It's so cool to see people, dude. It goes back to what I told you about um, when we switched from our retail mentality. You know, yep. like, dude, it, it, I get the most pleasure that I could possibly get out of seeing people change like that. Like, I can't even describe how awesome it is. To
0: That's awesome. All right. So, um, now my wife, my wife's on here saying she wants to do it too. So <laughs> wow. You got to change, change everything for us, bro. No, Listen, no thank you, man. No. I, I, it's you've given me way more than I appreciate it, man. You're, you're I, a badass. So, I So, um, it. thanks dude. for having me on brother. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. And if there's ever anything I can do for you, you let me know, man. I will. So, hey, thank you. Thank you to everybody who shared this out. And we will see you guys later. Andy, hang on real quick. I'll see you guys later. Thanks a lot.